Your bitch ate it all. Mm-hmm. They did leave out one of my tacos, and I was like, he was like, oh, he goes, babe, I think somebody. He goes, I think the driver like comped one of your your tacos, and I was like, what? And like I believe, like they just forgot it, but he was yeah. just like, I think I think the driver ate one, and I was like, what? Like I was not getting the joke and he was just like yeah there's only one in here and i was like why the fuck would he do that he's waiting for it to connect oh no i was just like mad and then he was like like no like it's six like i think i think they just forgot and i was like okay why would they do that (laughs) (laughs) don't they know how much i need that taco yeah so your girl ate two breakfast sandwiches a taco and i like nommed on one of his cheaper cheapers heck yeah and still continued to drink well, yeah, because now you carb loaded up, you can really exercise your liver again. Yep. And then as soon as we hit like a stopping point in the show, I was like, hey, Wes, I'm going to go, I'm going to fall asleep. He's like, like right now, I was like, fuck. Like five minutes ago, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so I stood up and like walked into the bedroom. I was like, we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I needed it. It's fine. How was your slumber? Was it lovely? Oh, it was very lovely. Good. I woke up at like five and I was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, not today. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I told Zach last night, I was like, so, because we were going like furniture shopping. Yeah. And I was like, seven o'clock rolls around, wake me up. I have to go for my notes. Whatever I say, just wake me up. Doesn't matter. (laughs) And then, (laughs) yeah. So this morning I was like, no. And he's like, you told me to wake you up. And I said, no, I didn't. <laughs> I did not say it. Liar. Give me ten more minutes. No, I didn't. No, I, didn't. I just see like Aaron. And he's like when he opens the door, like Aaron, it's time to get up, and she's like, no, <laughs> no, no flexing. Just oh, God, that's probably how I looked under my sheet last night. Obviously, like oh God, oh, no, so when I woke up, I woke up right around one, and I was kind of laughing at You're, myself. Yes, but you texted us. The way that you described it, I was like, oh. that's the best thing ever. Clave was probably a little. So scary. did you like like see Clave, feel him there first, or did he like come to check on you? No, okay. I mean, if so, he did, I think I was like really sleeping. So that's so point, I the better. Were you on the couch? Couch. Okay, that's okay. Because I have this weird fear if I nap in my bed. Because I was trying to like nap, get up, and come over, and I was like, if I go to my bed, we will never be getting out of this Correct. bed. Yes. So 100%. I need to be in a different, you know, place. Yes. But I also like to have a sheet, well, like a cover. Yeah. But yeah. we have no air conditioning. I haven't told you we do have to buy a new air. Con- well, <gasps> oh. Maybe no. it's either a new air conditioning machine or a compressor. We'll find out. Compressors are like a lot cheaper, but like still. So hopefully it's that and not the whole yeah. unit. Didn't they say, didn't it pass inspection though? Like, didn't they do like a visual? Like, no. Didn't you get it? We're going to sidebar is. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. We did do an inspection, but I don't think they can test air conditioning in the winter. They can't, but they still could have. They Anyways. Still, anyway. Burr, 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 back. Okay. You burr, still burr, 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 burr. <laughs> So does your tenant have anything? Our tenant does. Hers works. Oh, okay. Then that, you know what? It's fine. If you Literally, have to suffer for a little bit, it's like, okay. Clay, get some box fans because. <laughs> Holy shit. What, ha- what happened was, all right, we're not going to sidebar. We'll um, so they put the machines on the ground. They put the cages on top and said Gucci. Yeah. And that is yes. not what is supposed to happen. So uh-huh. the shelf is not connected. Yes. 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 Okay. So finally we got the connector piece, plugged her in. And we saw. They were on the windowsill. That was something else. Sorry. No, it was, was the same thing, but we oh, had bought okay. them before we found Correct. those. Okay, okay, okay. Now we have extras if anyone's Just looking for case. one. Just in case. You never know if it goes out. Yeah. yeah, back up. <laughs> I guess we'll just start with whatever. Um, but we were running ours because we heard it was running. 
I remember I was talking, I was like, man, I'm still hot. Like maybe mm-hmm. we've been eating out too much. Like I think I'm gaining weight. <gasps> oh my God, Sarah. Yeah, because I was like, what is this? And then I noticed like, no, it keeps sitting around 70. And I was like, well, maybe we've been opening doors too much, whatever. Turns out because we had it on and running that whole time, there's no Freon in it. So we blew oh. the compressor because we did not know it wasn't like well, how connected. Could, how would you know? Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. I was like, why would I assume it wasn't set up? It's not making That's a noise crazy. of like, ah, then you wouldn't know. It, yeah. it sounded like an old machine. But because she came in um, like a month later, she only ran hers for like three days. So it was good to go. They just added what they needed. Oh, and they're like, okay. It's so bizarre they wouldn't have installed this correctly. It only takes 10 extra minutes to do this bit. And I was like, that's not it, what I want to yep. hear, but thank mm-hmm. you. Sounds good. So yeah, she has air. You do not. It's the people who, it, they bet the people who installed that for the seller, they probably are just trying to make a quick buck. They probably, maybe they didn't even know. Well, my my gut feeling and my fear is that no one installed it. The seller just bought these machines, tried to do it themselves. So now I have no warranty, but we will find out. So my last couple of days have also been spent trying to get a hold of our realtor. You can get a hold of their realtor to yeah. see who they got it through. Yeah. To figure that out. Mm-hmm. Well, Adulting is fun. Also trying to get a water line put in. That's expensive. Still, yeah. Because for what? For the fridges for upstairs and downstairs. Because I opened my big fat mouth and was like, oh, wouldn't that be great? And our tenant said, yeah. And <laughs> Turns out there's like so much plaster and like studs that don't exactly line up because they just put it over the plaster. Mm-hmm. You'd think it'd be quick and easy, mm-hmm. but it never is. <laughs> you know what? It's all, the, it's all steps to just make it worth more down the line. Exactly. That's what you have to think about. Yeah. More down the line. And when it's hot in my house, I eat less. So if we're looking at pros and cons, <laughs> I mean, maybe you could just have the AC off all summer. Clay said that. Don't get crazy. Okay. He was like, <laughs> he said, I'll, no, I'll come over. No, not because of the food thing. He was like, all right, well, if we're going to push it, Sarah, we could probably just do it the whole summer, don't you think? Like, And I was like, whoa. <laughs> no, because it's been 80, not 110. Yeah. This was this has been a nice weekend. Yeah, a little bit of a nicer weekend, but that's not going to be all summer. It's not even summer yet. Oh, and he's like, we can get like some window fans, and I was like, if we're buying any extra materials, why doesn't it just go into (laughs) the AC situation? All right, well, yeah, but and (laughs) no but, yes. Literally, I was like, there's a difference in being chill and being crazy. I'm not gonna. We cannot. Missouri gets too hot in July and August. Too flat, too crazy, like the just too much up and down. Hot problem. whenever, yeah. I already had to do interviews last week, like these virtual ones for like people trying to work in our job. Oh no. And I can't have my fans on because it's like a Zoom and they can hear me. And I could notice I was getting a little shiny when I'd be talking. So I'd be like, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> like, <coughs> so. wipe your face, <laughs> wipe all the sweat off. And you're like, get the camera black but you forget the sound you're like oh my god (laughs) you pull up a fan close enough to you no just ignore this yeah like like, what what's going on mr the mr (gasps) yes let it be let it be you have one of those around your have you ever had one of those around your neck like the fan and the misters yeah at every like like carnival or Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah every time i'm outside it's more than 82 degrees oh yeah i'm wishing i had one Mm mm-hmm but anyway, that's why I had a sheet because it's actually cool in our house yesterday. Yes. So I just covered with a sheet and then like my eye, like light was really sensitive. So I was like, let's just cover everything. Uh-huh. And I was sleeping on my back like this. Oh yes. Which you can't hear me. My arms were crossed. I looked like, I had to look like, like the dawn mummy, of the dead. Like a little mummy. 
Mm-hmm. Ooh, that would have been creepier if you raised up. Whoosh. Clay then. Are you home? Oh my god, premise for a scary movie. That's the thing. The thing is covered in a sheet, and you don't really know it's there. Like, it blends in with the couch, and then it sits up, and the sheet falls, and then it's like a spooky person. Or there's nothing under the sheet when it falls. Ooh, Ooh my god. Ooh, I, Ooh, like I just that. got, like, go- like, paranormal activity. Yeah. That was the yeah. scariest part of the whole thing, I think. Three was the scariest. Those movies made me cry. <laughs> Ooh. I, the third one was the best one. The two daughters one? Mm-hmm. Yes. It was so good. The part where she's, like... The, like they're like chasing each other up the room and then the one girl runs past and the other girl goes boom and like you see her basically like bounce back from hitting something she's just like staring up at the ceiling like oh, and then it picks her up by her hair no I oh yes lot. that scene was crazy no. no the scene when the um the editor friend was babysitting and she's like can we do bloody mary and he's like oh yes fine. and, and then, then you <gasps> see you don't yes. really see anything you just hear like a noise and then the door like shuts but, like, his amount of fear in his voice, you can hear him, like, I can feel him trying to be calm, but he just peed his pants. Like, yep. oh, yeah. it's fine. It's not your fault. It's fine. Let's just go outside. Oh, Everything yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be fine. You could just, yeah. It's, it's the first time you see, like, an adult scared yes. around kids. Mm-hmm. Normally, it's, like, all adults in yes. a scary movie. So, yep. it's just, like, he had to put on. He was a good actor in that. He was a great actor. Yeah. But speaking of adults scaring children, um, I think that's a great caveat to our, oh, oh this is Sinister Sunrise. <laughs> it's a group episode. I'm Woo. Sarah. I'm Morgan. I'm Aaron. And that was so smooth. Like, yeah, it was. <laughs> and um, today we have a special treat for you. Mm-hmm. Madame La Laurie or La Laurie. How have La, you guys been saying it? La Laurie. La Laurie. La Laurie. Yeah. La Laurie. La Laurie. You know, you know, yeah. She made it Missourian. It's Delphine La Laurie. Madame La Laurie. <laughs> if y'all just take Farty Far on Dan Nala, you'll get on to Madame Laurie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well. Obviously, with our group topics, we each take a, like, a little subsection of a topic. Yeah. Obviously, we try to kind of stay on brand with our, what we bring to the table normally. So, mm-hmm. we definitely stuck to that this week. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, I think you could kicking us off. One. I am. Here. I All will right. go first. Okay. Yes. I that obviously ease, am third because yes. I deal with dead people. So. Yeah. Because <laughs> I deal with dead people. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm How okay. do you feel about that? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm really okay. Thank you. I'm All good. right. You're welcome. Well, yeah. Just to preface, I think I have a little sinus infection, so oh. apologies if I sound nasally. We are getting old, guys. I know. Erin has a sinus infection. Feels bad. Morgan drank last night. Feels bad. <laughs> I forgot to drink water. Feels bad. Oh my God. Do you want to drink before we get started? No, I've been chugging water. Oh, perfect. Okay. Cool, cool, um, cool. Also, I would like to preface this. If a listener has never heard of this topic, there is a lot of suggestive language, mentions torture, um, lots of very bad negative things. So if mm-hmm. you are not oh, into yeah. hearing about that, feel free to turn it off now. Feel free to try it out and turn it off before you start to feel uncomfortable. Um, it does mention slavery and um, just not some great times in American history. So if that's not your jive... This is your time to uh, 
go check out one of our past episodes. Like Bermuda Triangle. That's a good one. Yeah. Not as, not as scary, but still very informative. And it all triangles back. Yeah. And all, yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. But with all this, right. episode 70, Aaron, take it away. All right. So, real quick. Mary, Mary, Marie. 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 Okay. Sorry. Could go either way. You're good. Marie Delphine was born on March 19th, 1787 to the wealthy McCarty family who resided in New Orleans, Louisiana. And she was one of five children to Louis Bartholomew de McCarty, who was knighted as the Cavalier Chevalier, however you pronounce that, of the Royal and Military Order of St. Louis. It sounds important. Sorry if I pronounced it wrong. (laughs) and Marie-Jean Les Arabelles, who were both prominent in the community. At the, I impressed you even attempted those names. I probably butchered it, but I was confident enough. So if I did say it wrong, just tell me nicely. <laughs> <laughs> at the age of 13, Delphine married 35-year-old Don Ramon de Lopez e. Angulo, a widow and a high-ranking Spanish royal officer. 13? Yes. Don Ramon was later assigned to be the Spanish consul to New Orleans and was ordered to appear in Spanish court regarding the position. However, while traveling by boat on January 11th, 1805, GhostCityTours.com stated that the ship actually hit a sandbar off the coast of Havana, where Delphine and their unborn child had been waiting for his arrival. The incident led to Don Ramon's untimely death. After burying her husband's body and giving birth to her daughter, she made her trip back to New Orleans. And, like, at this time, New Orleans was, like, under, like, Spanish or French rule, whatever it was at the time. But now they were under, like, American jurisdiction. It was found by a French man, so it's probably French. Yes. Um, Do you know this? Yes. It was French until, like, the 17-somethings, and then it was Spanish. It was, like, right around the time she was born, the Spanish took it. Yeah, cool. And then America took it later. And yes. we didn't give it back because it's America. Exactly. So that's kind of around that time. It was like shipped in hands all over. When Delphine turned 20, she married her second husband, a Frenchman named Jean-Paul Blanc, which reminds me, have you guys seen Knives Out? Yes. yes. Benoit Blanc. <laughs> that's who <laughs> reminds Sorry, that's who it reminded me of. So Jean-Paul was a distinguished banker, lawyer, and legislator. He was also known to be a relentless merchant. He was involved in the slave trade and used part of Delphine's inheritance, which was worth, um, what I read, $2 million in today's currency, All right. to purchase a two-story home next to the bank where he worked as director. Delphine's mother had recently passed away, but she had left her daughter a plantation located downtown near the Mississippi River, along with 52 slaves, livestock, and farm equipment. Her father gifted her and her husband another plantation along with 26 more slaves. Okay. I, wow. They had five children and she got all that? Uh, yeah. That's... Saying she something. was the most beautiful child. I did hear in one of the videos I watched, it was like, they to quote it, I can't remember what, I, I'll share the, the video, but it was like, uh, like quite literally, uh, Madame LaLaurie was, ha- was uh, handed, a, was, had like a silver spoon handed to her at birth. Literally. And then it like spelled out all the things that they had. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Her life was not tough. No. Especially, and very not tough for back then. Oh yeah. Nope. Yeah. 
Yes. The married couple went on to have four children, three daughters and one son, and split their time between their townhome and plantations until Blanc's death in 1816. According to GhostCityTours.com, now this is the only one where I really kind of read this information, so I might be wrong. If anyone has anything different, let me know. Mm -hmm. But Blanc had apparently accumulated a mountain of uh, debt that Delphine was left to deal with on her own. So she sold his property, sold a few slaves to pay off the debt, but she was able to acquire her wealth again after her father died and like left her a bit of an inheritance. So she ended up like okay. making that money up later. Okay. Delphine was 38 years old when she met Louis Lalaurie, a French physician who was 15 years younger than her. Yeah. And yeah, who he wasn't a younger man. Mm -hmm. The radio said was the first known cougar attack in Louisiana. <gasps> oh! Shut up. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I was like, oh. I would hate it if I don't hate her. So. Yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> it was the first and deadliest cougar attack. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> no one walked away on ski. <laughs> They should let us do like a video, like voiceover for those. But like totally serious. Yes. Yeah. The first cougar 100%. attack in Louisiana. <laughs> He was 15 years her junior. Mm -hmm. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Yeah. He also wasn't really like a part of the same like social class she ran in. So he was a bit, you know, poor. Not like. But a doctor, so. Yes. But not like high up yeah. as yeah. her and her family were. Not yeah. as prominent. Well, because doctors weren't quite as like haughty as they are now. Yeah. Well, didn't we talk about this before? It was basically like if, if you could pass like. A, a class probably like a doctor i don't think a lot of doctors had to have licenses yet either that makes sense cool yeah great the two married after she became pregnant and gave birth to their son jean louis uh in 1826 which she was actually pregnant before they got married but i think there were you know some of the documents might say otherwise oh, to oh, yeah Atlanta. yeah <laughs> double scandal yeah oh <laughs> she bought property on 1140 Royal Street in the French Quarter and built a two-story mansion with attached slave quarters where her, her husband, and two of her daughters lived. The Lalleries married life was anything but bliss, though. So according to Nick Dahl's piece for Ozzy.com, her and Lewis frequently fought and, like, separated back and forth yep mm -hmm. there was one incident where lewis became so fed up he apparently left town to get away from her bye yeah <laughs> in 1832 though delphine filed to separate from lewis because of how he treated her claiming that in one particular um instance he beat her in front of a group of people oh, shit. so some sources state the separation did go through and lewis left the mansion and purchased his own homes and lived somewhere else in new orleans while other sources assert that the separation didn't actually go through so take that as you will. Not sure Drama what's true. Regardless, yeah. I'm on team like. two from what I read. Did the not, didn't actually did not go through. Okay. 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 But her statement was made in front of everyone. Got it. Okay. Man, she, they are just stirring up some drama. Well, it was actually cool. At that time, um, like high class Creole woman could sue for separation. I That's think it was cool. called like um, board and something else. Basically it's like, 
we're not divorced, but you're not living anywhere near me, but Yes, it's there was her oh. <laughs> excuse oh, me, there was a board partic- like go take room somewhere else, not board. Yes, like, board and it's started with another B, yeah, I think. It's not too. room and board, it's board and boot. Yeah. So technically would that mean they're not separated? You just have to get the heck out of the house, sir. I think it would means that- like God still lacks our marriage, but lady wants her space. Yeah. We- <laughs> I think. I don't want you close by me. <laughs> it's the ideal situation. Yes, I think I came across that, but I didn't write that down the exact wording. Mm. But either way, it was around this time that rumors started to circulate about Delphine's cruel treatment of her slaves. According to Carolyn Morrow Lawn, author of Madame Lalaurie, Mistress of the Haunted House, Delphine's sadistic and cruel nature escalated after her marriage to Louis. Since she was unable to control her young husband, she chose to control her slaves by torturing them in heinous ways. Others claimed, however, that a mix of early events led to Delphine's evil manner. So at the age of four, she was witness to her uncle's murder by slaves in 1771. She was also present during the 1791 to 1804 uh, Haitian slave revolt and independence movement and the 1811 slave uprising in New Orleans. And due to these insurrections, the slave owners dealt their slaves harsher punishments to ensure that uprisings wouldn't happen. Do you know for a time in America, it wasn't even illegal for a prisoner to try and escape prison because they're like, you can't stop a man from wanting his freedom. Uh, <laughs> Is the irony what? not there to anyone else? What? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Fun yet, fact. Yeah. That law changed. So laws can change yeah. for hmm. the betterment. Hmm. Huh. I like how they're calling it an uprising when it's like, you've enslaved someone. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, hey, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> We don't want this anymore. <laughs> Obviously, we're from our time. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Not good. Just yeah, not good. All mm-hmm. around. Daniel Rasmussen wrote in his book, American Uprising, that the plantation owners, quote, were terrified by Haiti. They had read the newspaper reports. Once a week or so, there's some story about rapes, beheadings, brutality against whites in Haiti. And they think what happened in Haiti will happen in New Orleans. End quote. Whatever. <laughs> Guess what? Too bad if it does. <laughs> As opposed to what they're doing to the to black the, people. Yeah. Right? yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Okay. He also wrote about the 1811 uprising, stating, quote, the forms of punishment were quite extreme. The revolt saw over 100 slaves beheaded. Their heads were put on poles stretching for 40 miles from the center of New Orleans out into the countryside. You'd see slaves' corpses from the rebellion dangling from the city gates, end quote. So probably not a good sight for a child anyway. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, like That may implant some... uh... Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. Truly. So... Yeah, it's the video games nowadays that are causing our children to be violent. You're correct. Totally. You're yeah, 100% totally. correct. Yeah. Oh my god. I just played a lot of Mortal Kombat back in my day, so. Like, Which the graphics real. also weren't great. No. Real. <laughs> Not real. I think children can know, majority of them know the difference um, between a video game and real life. Um, just throwing that out there. Hmm. 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 Let us take a moment to ponder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Stories of Delphine's brutality included incidents of slaves attempting to escape her torture. And one such tale uh, in particular speaks of a male slave throwing himself out a third story window. 
and the town also gossiped about how she beat her daughters for feeding or helping the slaves. Nice. Katie Serena noted in her allthatisinteresting.com article that stories were even going around that she was keeping slaves so Lewis could practice um, Haitian voodoo medicine on them. According to Vice.com, New Orleans had laws in place to protect slaves from unusually cruel treatment compared to, like, other states in the Deep South. In 1828, 1829, and 1832, several complaints about Madame LaLaurie's treatment of her slaves were filed, but none of them really led to any investigation. I wonder why. She was charged in 1833, though, for the death of a slave... And they say, I've read different sources. It's either an eight-year-old or a 12-year-old girl. It changes each thing I, re- uh, I read. Sources um, say that the girl, Leah, was brushing Delphine's hair and ended up, like, snagging it on the brush. Enraged, Delphine chased Leah around the mansion with a whip. And once the girl made it to the roof, she ended up falling to her death. However, there are stories that say that she might have actually jumped off of the roof so she wouldn't have to face any punishment. I mean, I would argue, if that's true, that is the lesser of two evils that was going to happen to her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh. People saw Delphine burying the girl's body or either placing in, in the well, whatever way, and told authorities what they witnessed. She was fined $300 and forced to sell her nine slaves, but she was able to get around this by asking, like, friends and family to buy them back for her Mm -hmm. and then paying them back after they transferred the slaves to her name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On April 10th, 1834, though, a fire broke out at the Lollery Mansion, which attracted many of the townspeople. Delphine was spotted safely escaping the burning building, but what struck the crowd as odd was the fact that no one else had come out. Stories say that when Delphine was questioned about this, she just told them to mind their own business. (laughs) When some people began to hear moans and cries coming from the mansion, a group of rescuers ran inside where they found a 70-year-old slave trapped in the kitchen chained to the stove. She told the rescuers she was the house cook, and she was the one responsible for setting the fire. She told them she would rather die than be subjected to more of Madame Lollery's torture, who had basically left her there to starve to death. As the fire spread, she said she witnessed Delphine attempt to, like, save all of her jewels, furniture and furs, but no one else in the building. Cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are just property, right? That's true, yeah. She owns them. She can do whatever she wants, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Kids, you can't tell this is like a heavy amount of sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. please, please note. Uh, Don't isolate any of that. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> the woman led rescuers to the attic where they discovered a gruesome scene. According to the New Orleans Bee, inside what was described as a torture chamber were, quote, seven slaves more or less horribly mutilated, suspended by the neck with their limbs stretched and torn from one extremity to the other, end quote. Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay, so just so you know, this is like the bad part. Um, so if any kind of torture makes you feel sick, maybe just turn us down. For if like that made you uncomfortable, twitch. The next, yeah. I mean, I'm, all, I'm uncomfortable and I can't leave. So if you, yeah. yeah. Just know it sucks up there. Yeah. We're just repeating yeah. what has it's been. It's about a, a couple more sentences. Yeah. Promise it won't be too, too much longer, but yeah, yes. Cool. Yeah. Another newspaper claimed that a male slave had maggots crawling from a hole in his head. So most sources state that the seven bodies were then taken out of the house into the town hall. 
After Armand Sailard, the French consul to New Orleans, um, saw the bodies at the town hall, he wrote about his experience, quote, I never saw a more horrible spectacle. The dislocated heads, the legs torn by chains, the body streaked with blood from whiplashes and sharp instruments and wounds devoured by maggots, end quote. Now, a couple other things I'll mention. So, like, I have an article from vice.com that I'll link in the show notes, and they listed out some other things that people claim the rescuer found in the torture chamber. Um, So this is kind of like verbatim from the article. Mm -hmm. They said that heaps of corpses, organs, and limbs were discovered. Slaves were found pinned to tables or cramped in small cages. Some even appeared to have had their bones broken so they could fit inside. Some accounts say many of the slaves in the attic were actually still alive. They wore iron collars with spikes facing inward, which was used so the slaves like couldn't sleep and had a hard time eating. Mm. And forced them to stand up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of them were starving and their bodies were basically rotting. Some had their eyes gouged, fingernails torn out, ears hanging by shreds, or their mouths filled with like animal feces and sewn shut. Some had flayed skin with festering wounds. There were a couple accounts that actually claimed they found one woman whose skin had been peeled off in spirals to make her look like a caterpillar, another with her bones broken and reset so that she looked like a crab, and one more whose intestines had been torn out and knotted around her waist. And there were some, which is why I ended this last, because some accounts even suggest that there were up to 100 slaves found in the attic. Alive and dead. Correct. Sorry, yes. Have to be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing I mentioned was, <laughs> excuse me, what a lot of like actual newspapers said. There were yeah. seven, but there are a couple other accounts. So I put those at the end. Mm-hmm. So take those as you will. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can I chime in real quick? Of course. So from what I read, because obviously I deal with spooky stuff. Um, and so it was a big part of it. Um, they said also, like when you mentioned like the bones broken to like fit, there was one that they said it was like, from what they could tell, like a very young girl, and they basically like broke her apart to fit her into like a ten-inch box. That's disgusting. Yeah, and then uh, just throwing it out there, if if you haven't seen season three of American Horror Story and you, I don't know, want to see potentially what this was like, it is a hundred percent based on that. So. Give you a little visual if you want it. It's um, my favorite season, fashion-wise, true, and plotline. But I wish some of those scenes could have just been. Shoop, mm-hmm. Obviously, they made it a little bit more spooky with yeah. a couple extra characters, but yeah, they her character is named that, and she is one of the main characters in that season. I would say for yep. a good chunk of the episodes, but it does show the what it could have been like to be in the torture chamber room. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Madame Lollerie sucks. Kathy Bates, though. Great job. Correct. You're a good Correct. actress. <laughs> Fantastic actress. Fantastic job. <laughs> According to History.com, after learning of Madame Lollerie's secret torture chamber, a mob of around 4,000 townspeople surrounded the Royal Street home, forcing her and someone else left with her. Different accounts say different things. One of them was like, like her slave driver or just her driver i heard mm. one name said bastion i don't even know if that's true anyways okay so anyways maybe it's him her and someone else they flee by boat and she ended up apparently like leaving the butler there who apparently also took part in the torture to face the mob alone 
The citizens were so angry about her escape from authorities that they took it upon themselves to destroy the mansion until nothing but the walls remained. Reports claim that when her property was later excavated, bones of her slaves were discovered, um, buried in the yard and in the well. She became known as the Savage Mistress of New Orleans and went down as one of the most brutal women serial killers in history. Legend says she fled to Paris, where, according to, like, different records, so again, it gets even more confusing, she either died in 1842 or in 1849, but her body was, like, later taken to and buried in a New Orleans cemetery. The records say different things. I touch on that. So we're cool if you want to. Perfect. That's all I have. Others believe, however, that LaLaurie actually faked her death and returned to Louisiana under a fake name so she could continue her brutal torture, while others interestingly believe she actually never left New Orleans at all. Yeah. And that is all I have on my part. But Sarah, I know you have... A deeper dive, I guess. Some other things that I did not touch on that you wanted to go over. I do. I do. Yeah. So I'm intrigued. We're going to say something? No, I'm going to wait till you go because then I might chime in with what you say. Because what she said is different from what I heard. Same. Same. It's because that is the legend of Miss LaLaurie. Ooh. Okay. Uh, So every time I hear the story, it almost sounds (laughs) too salacious. Um, I can't spell salacious. It looks like salad cacoeus. Iguana? Um, <laughs> literally. Iguana? Don't you want to want to iguana? Um, it sounds too salacious to be true. You know, you know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. elite, enviable woman who's got beauty of the gods yeah. is hiding these dark secrets in her attic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like how the mighty fall. Like that kind of story. Um, and I know people do bad things, but my original aim was to see, like, was it true? Um, and why? Like, why... Did this woman think any of this was going to be cool? Yeah. Um, what I found was a little different. So I used the book Mad Madam LaLaurie by Victoria Ooh. Love and Lorelai Shannon. I think that's hmm. how you say your name, Lorelai. Hope so. Um, <laughs> Full on. It's Shan. Oh, what was the first name? Victoria Love. Victoria Love and Lorelai. <laughs> Try saying Lorelai without. Lorelai. You just did. I did. You- yeah. <laughs> You try it. It's easier than Aaron goes Lorelai. <laughs> Dead ass face. Okay. Um, anyway, basically what they did was they used any like actual historical documents from the time that would lend credence to the legend. Um, mm, okay. So like to kind of try to like match it up. Yes. They were trying Ooh, to see nice. like what's real and what just kept getting like spun bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay. okay. Um, really quick though. Although I may try to disprove a few things. Um, I do want to be clear. I think she is still a complete trash human being. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of arguing that she may be more of a dumpster fire, not like seventh ring of hell fire. Okay. It's a large dump. So we'll give her like um trash heap dump fire. <laughs> you said large dump. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Get out. <laughs> okay. So are you ready? I, yeah, I guess. I think so. <laughs> okay. So I actually had a different year that she was born, which does make sense because it's the 1700s records are not going to be pristine. Um, and I was laughing that you said the names because I just said, forget the names. And I put it to a wealthy French woman and a rich plantation man. Yep. <laughs> um, she probably had a very interesting childhood, but there aren't that many records. Um, from what I heard, 
they don't even know if her seeing her uncle die was true or if that was something I know, people that just was, pieced yep, in later exactly. to be like, this could be it. I know. I threw that in there because basically overall, and I'm sure I'll get into this, like her childhood didn't seem like it was anything crazy, nothing super traumatic, really. No, but to be fair, the authors of this book were saying because they were such an elite family, if anything bad did happen, they were going to push that so far down. Like that would have been oh, a very yeah. well kept secret. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to point out she did grow up on a plantation as in a slave owning sugarcane plantation. Mm-hmm. So Delphine would have seen the injustices every day and they probably would have thought like they are property, not people. Yeah. So please let's grow up. pause for Vom in our mouth. Pause for <laughs> And pause that we have come. Thank you. Every generation we just get a little better yeah let's, let's, let's hope talk. so well like i come from a household where we are worried about our dogs anxieties when we leave it blows my mind that another human being just a different color is not a person to you yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah we talked about like do we need to get brady cbd oil because he is so nervous mm-hmm. oh, yes he grew out of it he's okay now good good <laughs> um, good good but whatever so her family was quite prominent in the creole region um, within their family, like immediately, they had a governor, a mayor, and as Aaron said, Irish nobility. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Yes. They also had family that worked high up in French government, which is important because right around the time she was born, it was still under French control, like uh, New Orleans was. So they were rubbing elbows with the right people gotcha. all the time. Um, so Delphine would have been brought up very powerful and like around powerful people and learned how to entertain them. All while a few hundred yards away from enslaved people living in shacks. Just pointing that out to everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she was known to be a beauty with long raven black hair and entrancing eyes. <sighs> but also, don't care. Don't <laughs> no, care. I don't really know what the beauty standard was of the time. Like, she's no Ariana Grande. I can tell you that right now. Oh, yeah. Um, well. Okay. Um, I don't know if maybe she was like a very confident woman and she had like a seven out of ten good looks, and they're like, oh well, you also have a bunch of money. Oh, that's true too. That's the thing. You could have been like a rough six five. Yeah. Like six point five. And then it's like, oh, but she has money. Mm -hmm. Oh. And she is shows it off. Oh. And she already's been married, so like we don't have to go through a bunch of drama. Mm-hmm. And most of her family's dead. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten in yeah. my book. Yeah. And there are so many less like magazines and stuff. You're not seeing as many people. Anyway. Right. right. I just don't want to say she's beautiful. That's all I'm gonna say. She's okay. She's, <laughs> she's a human. She's okay. She's fine. She's barely a human. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Also. So some people said she got married really early, but it depends on what you think her birth date is. Okay. Um, this book I was reading, they were saying she didn't get married till her 20s, which was very weird for the time. Oh. So hmm. maybe the dates could be wrong, but. Her, totally. Yeah. Her first husband was. Or I was going to say, maybe like she could have been married even more times, but never, but nobody like wrote it down because maybe she was embarrassed by it or like, oh, he's, he's nothing. Like I, we were married and I divorced him or whatever. I don't know. She came from a wealthy family though. So yeah. that's. Part yeah. of me thinks maybe she was a little older because they were pretty selective. They said she had two aunts that were married to like prominent people in government at the time. And they'd be like, no, yes, no, no, absolutely not. I'm like oh, okay. hate, hate, double hate. Low. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring it back. Yes. <laughs> I'm laughing where we can. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yes, her first husband was the prominent 
a prominent uh, Spanish government official. And you were right. He was um, really into bringing the slave trade back. Because I guess cool. at this time, maybe it was illegal in Spain already. But he was like, we need the workers. Yep. Workers. And didn't they not like that? Like Spain was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they also got really angry because apparently at this time, like he was high up enough in government that he was supposed to ask their permission before he got and married. And he didn't. And she was just so beautiful and more more likely wealthy that he said, it'll be cool. They'll be all right. And Spain said, mm, no, it's not. <laughs> Come on home, bud. Ooh. My gut's mm. telling me something else is happening as well, but that may have been like the straw that broke their back. Yeah. Um, so they sent him back to Spain. And one of the legends about Delphine, which is why I thought she was so interesting, is she is a legend. Like, everything about her, you don't know if it's real or not. They said she was kneeling in the queen's garden. And the queen walked up and saw her beauty and said, Oh, you're so beautiful. Whatever you request, it's yours. What? <laughs> That's a load of bull. Did they get that from her diary? <laughs> Nothing. I don't know where that would have came from. But it didn't matter because he died on the way back. Mm-hmm. And this did lead some people to think that she was poisoning all of her husbands. But Really? Yes. Um, the authors of this book don't think so. Don't they think were so like, either. even if you wanted to poison your husband, it would suck a lot at this time to be... Um, without one? Or just... Yeah, to be without a, um, a husband, but also to be... Um, a mother with no father and now yeah. you're widowed and you yeah. just got married. So I will say I ca- like almost all of the sites I saw and a video I watched, they made it very much in, they insinuated that she murdered them. Mm-hmm. It was very hmm. like her first husband, they were eating dinner and he uh, stood up and clutched his chest and fell down and died. Her second oh, wow. husband, mm-hmm. they were having dinner and he stood up and clutched his chest <laughs> and fell down and died. And I was oh, like, no, I didn't hear that. Are you sure? That's like, what I'm saying. They make her like out to be this huge legend, but really they can't even place them in the same exact spot. Like some people think she was in Cuba waiting for him to get back from Spain. Like she never even went to Spain. Yeah. Because she was that's too what, pregnant. Yeah, I was reading that she was like just waiting in like Madrid or whatever. And he like was in Havana. Yeah, yeah. And that's where he died and whatever. Calm down. She's not that cool. Okay? Yeah. These people are losing their shit. Yes. Her next husband, um, like Blanc. Aaron said, Jean Blanc. They, um, Blanc. <laughs> they, um, they were married for quite a bit longer. Still apparently dropped dead beauty in her 30s when they got married. Ooh, ooh. Or mm. maybe her 20s, depending on when they actually got married. I don't know. but In her midway life. Yes. Mm. Um, he was important in New Orleans politics. But he was also very shady. A lot of people, um, there's a lot of documents saying he was very um, in with the pirates. Like mm-hmm. he did a lot of pirating. And part of his debt may have been because they were. Um, of that. Yes. The, apparently the city of New Orleans started catching on a lot of his products he was selling were like way too cheap. And they're like, are these huh. stolen goods? And he's like, absolutely not. <laughs> and they oh, said, no. mm, we're going to investigate you. She still had plenty of money, but I think any of the debts would have been because he kind of got caught towards the end of his life. Dang. Got caught with that booty. Yes. <laughs> but because he was a prominent politician, it's said that um, politicians in the area would be meeting at their country home, like one of their quote-unquote plantations they had, mm-hmm. um, because it was neutral ground. So again, Delphine is right in the middle of politics. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and there is no death certificate for Jean Blanc. But as I alluded to, he was a politician and had shady business dealings. So he would have traveled quite a bit. So no one thought, well, people thought, but people of this, you know what? Boop, take that back, tossing it, calming it down. The authors of this book were saying, it is not that weird. There was no death certificate if he was sincerely doing pirate stuff. Plus they were like, that makes yeah, sense. You're, you're like bad. Yeah, you're shady. I will say, maybe she did get some of, like, you know how there's always just these, like, weird, like, loose ends? Mm-hmm. If she's this involved in politics, she probably knew a lot of secrets. Oh, yeah. And, like, held that over people. So, mm-hmm. maybe she was just powerful, but also terrible. I don't think those have to be one or the other. I would say both. <laughs> you right. But... Really what you need to know is she's always been this cornerstone great hostess of like poli- like political people. So mm-hmm. she is in the thick of everything happening. And apparently during this uh, marriage, there is still no real rumors of how she treats her slaves. But I will say we talked about bystander effects before. It could be like, mm-hmm. well, she's a great hostess. Maybe I don't know what's going on. Let's yeah. look past it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was the same with me. It seemed like nothing really happened until her third marriage. And then really? it just exploded. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Quick. So, thank you for the transition. Let's talk about Louis LaLaurie. Oh, is it Louis? Whoops, I said Louis. It is. Well, I think it was both. Louis, or you can try to Louis. Whoops. Um, Also, you talked about the code of how to treat slaves. It was called Code Noir. Oh, okay. Um, And it was still in effect in Louisiana. It's basically a set of rules for how the free and enslaved people were supposed to interact like there was oh. rules on interracial marriages and how you could punish your slaves and how you could not. Um, so you weren't supposed to put your slaves on racks or do any cruel tortures, but you could obviously whip them whip if they the did mm-hmm. for anything. Basically the one they give is if they do any gathering um, illegally in crowds. Oh. So I guess they had like COVID laws or something. I don't oh, know. True. Okay. So they were, you know, whipped the first time for the first offense. And if they did it again, they could be branded with the fleur-de-lis symbol. Wow. Great. I was thinking about putting one of those symbols up in my house over, like, our fake mm-hmm. fireplace. But now I can't. <laughs> I, I literally read that and I was like, well, good thing I didn't buy it yet. Because yeah. now yeah. I'm going to see it as a brand. <laughs> um, also, any slaves convicted of running away could have their ears cut off. Cool. Ew. Why in the world is that part of a law? Like, why did that ever... Whatever. Also, this subject made me dive deep into, like, plantation life. It mm-hmm. sucked. Which shouldn't... I shouldn't have to say that. But, like, in my history classes, they did not go into detail. You mm-hmm. learned, like, the triangle of trade. Yeah. You saw the boat. And then you heard about the Union soldiers coming to save the day. Mm-hmm. It was awful. It was so terrible. There was, like, no law out there. Yeah. Which I didn't put it together, but I guess there isn't like a local sheriff coming to check stuff out. Go oh, yeah. see Antebellum if you have any doubts. Oh, well, and even with that too, and I think, uh, I might be wrong, but I thought I read this somewhere, like even if, let's say, like a slave owner was treating their slaves badly, like the slave couldn't go up and like no. defend themselves in court. How dare they you didn't, speak yeah. ill of your, of your master. Yeah, they couldn't actually do that in court. It was right. just like, here, you can kind of, like the you slave owner help- could get taken to court, but yeah. like it. You had Whatever hope, happens, happens. You had to hope like a neighbor saw it. And, yeah, and didn't a witness. It. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, you could get beaten for reading a book. Oh yeah. Because they didn't want you to be smart, obviously. Like, they wanted to give you no 
possible like step up it was so it's wild it's how how is all i want to know mm-hmm. okay so back to louis um we already mentioned he's younger he was reputed as being a mediocre dental student and he did graduate with a medical license in france somewhere cool. okay um in new orleans he opened his own practice cool. his specialty was in physical deformities like hunches like correcting them yes okay huh. but, if but that, he's a how- dentist so apparently in the 1800s, um, like I said, medicine was not uh, <laughs> was not very regulated. Uh-huh. So it wasn't super weird for a doctor to kind of just hop around and do So you could just pick felt. and choose whatever okay. specialty and practice he wanted. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because there's receipts of um, Dr. LaLaurie creating potions and balms for people as well. Okay. Oh. Um, but no one thought of him as a quack because he had a degree. Oh. Hey. <laughs> but a- yet, if a woman were to do that, she's a witch. <laughs> she's a oh my. God, burn her. Yeah. Okay. Um, they did have a son together in their infamous mansion. They threw large parties that were often written about in society pages. Um, basically, they would have made it into the Lady Whistledown booklets. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So at this time, Madame Lori was known to give her house slaves her excess wine and say things like, you could use a drop of this or something like after the day you had. Blech. But people did notice her slaves were often skinnier than other slaves. Um, Mm -hmm. And then another small tidbit. It was not uncommon that slaves were test subjects for doctors to try remedies or medical experiments on. It was for the good of medicine. Of course. And also, you know, um, they thought African-Americans could take more pain than us feeble white people. Yeah, okay. I um, did too much digging into that, and I was gross. Um, Like, do you know who Dr. Sims is, the father of gynecology? Oh, (sighs) no, all about, no. No, not at all. He's the father of gynecology. Oh, look it up. It's a big thing right now. Oh, no. Um, He literally figured out his techniques of treating fistulas, like, inside, you know, and, like, the speculum of opening it on slave women. Like, these poor women went through, like, all of these procedures that they really did not probably need. Oh, no. Ugh. How would you like to be known as the father of gynecology? <laughs> I mean, ew. Someone had to be. <laughs> I guess it gets your name in the books. That's true. Yeah. But still, doesn't seem like the greatest guy. No, and I found out it was really important at the time because um, the slave trade had been cut off because everyone but America was like, hey, this is really messed up. Mm-hmm. And America said, but we like money, so let's keep doing it. Yeah. So the worker lazy emphasis on that in the workaround, honestly, it was just greed. It seems like because any color of person could have done that job. Mm -hmm. You just wouldn't have made an insurmountable amount of money. But when the slave trade got cut off, the workaround was to have their slave women make more babies for them. Mm -hmm. So you had to make sure their insides were working great so they can keep pumping you out babies one a year. So thank you, Dr. Sims. Um, yeah, it wasn't even considered unethical. So I would just Wild. like to put that in there. If there was any, uh, medical atrocities, I would gamble. It's not the house lady downstairs. It is the doctor who is mediocre. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so I do talk about this separation, but that's not important. You already covered it. 
For the little girl running off the roof, there really wasn't proof of this. There aren't any court documents that Love and Shannon could find. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Um, okay, so the infamous fire. 1834. Yes. It is said that Louis was still living there because there are eyewitnesses of him going around talking to people. Yes, having I this, heard that, yeah. Yes, having the same haughty tone that Delphine had. Like, you'd, it'd be wise to mind your own business and go home. Yes. <laughs> unless you want to save our stuff. Um, he was also said to be acting very weird and making sure to note that Delphine was acting weird. Huh. Basically making sure she looks just as guilty as he does. Nice. Huh. What a guy. What a guy. What a couple. <laughs> hey, couple of winners. <laughs> Um, first responders to the scene did mention slaves were chained to walls with broken bones, um, and one did have a hole in their head. And they also mentioned the chains and the neck thing Aaron was talking about, which yet again, if Delphine did grow up on plantations, that was not uncommon. Yeah, that was a common device, unfortunately. It's, yeah. it's not good, but it was common enough. Um, so it would not surprise me if that was something she was using to punish people in her house. I heard can I comment something really gross? You can fast forward people if you want. Um, on that video that I watched when they talk about the guy with the hole in his head. They said he was alive. And mm-hmm. then he like when they brought him down to the street, he was still alive. But they said it was pro- he probably was only alive because maggots are known to only eat like rotting and like decaying stuff. So basically the nastiness of it is that they saved him. Ew. So they weren't eating the still alive parts of him? No. I guess. Ew. Maggots only eat, like, rotting, dying flesh. Like, maggots are used to clean wounds sometimes. Like, on burn victims. Yeah. More you know. (laughs) Good to know. So, I don't know if I've ever been speechless. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I I found that out today when I was finishing up. Um, Ew. Sorry. So, just to keep going here. I'm so sorry. I had to share. I'm so sorry. No, thank you. It just, it goes back to me saying she is definitely... Let's escalate her past dumpster fire for sure. She is the full dump on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's quite the legend we've made her out to be, but she yes. sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so there wasn't any mention of the more radical medical atrocities until years later. Like some author put it in and then, then newspapers started picking it up. Oh. Yes. Hmm. Apparently at the time it was mostly just like the thing she was doing was ex- oh big air quotes, unacceptable on plantations, but not in the city because there was plenty of people around to kind of keep you on it in, in check, the city. Yeah. So like when they saw this, they were horrified. Well, it's probably like they aren't used, like that's not normal for where they are. So of yeah. course it was extra jarring. It's not like they're out exactly. in the middle of the country doing whatever they want. <sighs> and she was this beautiful socialite who had all this money. And she can't be bad. She can't yeah. be bad. Mm-hmm. She'll well, be good. It probably made it better. They found this at her house because they were like, yes, I knew something was wrong with her. She can't be great. Mm-hmm. We are quite the gossipers, us humans. <laughs> um, afterwards, Madame LaLaurie moved back to France, but she did not live with Louis. Bye. Well, she <laughs> did for a minute and then said goodbye. Her son wrote in letters about how awful he was treating his mother. He was like, she was made to sleep without a bed. And he was mean to her in front of people. Oh. He called him, um, I forgot the French term, but a jackass. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yes. And I was like, okay, okay. Um, But yet again, she has a dumpster fire, or excuse me, dump fire, because she never understood why she couldn't just go back to New Orleans. She's like, oh, they made a big deal out of nothing. Why can't I just go back? Good vibes. 
bitch. Yeah. What? Like, what's the big deal? Literally, there's letters from her children back and forth to each other being like, who's going to tell her? Because we cannot. <laughs> <laughs> like, what her son was apparently like, if I have to tell her, I'll tell her. But we cannot let her go back to that town. Like, we don't know what is wrong with her. No. Um, but. <laughs> Delusional Delphine. That's for us. Delusional mm-hmm. Delphine. That's for sure. One of her daughters did stay in Louisiana. And Delphine kept trying to move in. Shut up. And she did end up moving back. She did change her last name. And I think they can prove she moved back and she is buried there. But she didn't live in the city limits. She lived with her daughter kind of outside of the city. Okay. Interesting. I can see what her draw would be. I'm going to take out the slave, like the slave abuse, toss it. But like if she was throwing these lavish parties and having the time of her life and being like involved in politics, I can see why you'd want to get back. Because she does, she probably also truly deep down doesn't understand like why she, yeah, what she did. She doesn't know what she did. I really think that's it. So, okay, here's what I think is a more likely possibility. There's two. Either one, uh, well, number one, Madame Lori knew what was happening in the attic or inspired violence to happen to ensure she did not get her husband's wrath. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, she was victimized enough to file for separation. And it said that her husband also had a fiery temper. So I'm not really sure what louie did to like escalate it to the point where she's like i can't be around you yeah that's true um at the same time i just want to keep hammering on this just because she was victimized does not mean she is innocent it's pretty clear she did not view slaves as equals or people Mm -hmm. so using them as sacrifices would not have weighed on her conscience whatsoever um she seemed pretty narcissistic i really want to say she started all the beautiful rumors about herself oh yes like I bet you she also was like, and I went to the queen and the queen told me I was so beautiful. Oh, that stuff. Then, yeah. Because she's yeah. known to be like a great hostess, like very like quick with the quips. Mm-hmm. I can huh. see her being like, aren't I just amazing? Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. Right. I can agree. Okay. I can agree with papers. that. <laughs> yeah. So the authors of this book, they go really into depth. Like they think she is classic, like sociopathic, narcissistic type person. Makes like sense. really only cares about herself. Maybe your kids on a good day. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't she have, like, six of them to take care of? Jesus. Yes. Well, they kept a pretty good relationship. I don't know what to take from that, except for she can't be a complete terrible person, but um, she Only sucks. Only if you have white skin, then you're fine. She did loan um, an African-American free woman some money. Woo! Yeah. yeah. So the, um, the authors are like, we don't know if that means she's cool with it as long as she doesn't own you. Mm-hmm. Like it may have just been the ultimate crime of opportunity. Like these people had no other avenue besides just to take whatever she was doing. Um, yeah, we do know for sure she did beat her slaves severely and chain them up and did not feed them enough. She was terrible. Um, I just have a hard time, I guess, believing the medical stuff was super true. And if it was, then it was her. I, maybe. I don't know. Um, the episode... I already did this. Ooh, oh God. Have you, I forgot I did this. Have you um, heard of Madame Galipsy? 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 I don't, gelato? No. Think so? <laughs> don't even link her to gelato. She is not sweet like ice cream. Oh no. <laughs> ice cream with more sugar. Um, she was like an actual plantation lady who was known to do things that they're saying uh, Madame Lori did. But she's not nearly as famous because she's on a plantation. I guess not as beautiful. So no one cares. Galepsy. Galepsy. It's um, G I. 
G-I-L-E-P-S-I-E. She, um, ooh, you might want to tune out on this one. So basically one of her slaves was supposed to be like nursing one of her children. Because, you know, that's what they're for, just to be used, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and basically I, I kind of surmised like maybe the kid wasn't latching, but the mother was like, you're not feeding this baby because you want these babies to die. <gasps> and the slave woman was like, uh, the slave woman was nursing one of the owner's babies. I think it was one of the owner's babies, but now that it, I'm saying it, no, it doesn't even matter. It could have been right. whatever, but the baby like wasn't eating. And basically Madam Glupsy was like, well, if I, Madam G, we'll just call her that. If I check your breast milk tomorrow and you still have milk to give and this baby hasn't eaten, you're going to be paying for it. And guess what? She saw the breast milk. So she was like whipped. They rubbed salt in the wounds, which was very common. I found out. Oh. Yeah. Salt and spices just to really make sure. And then seriously, if this is going to bother you, tune it out. She um, took hot pinchers to the woman's front bits yep. on her chest just to punish her for no reason. Apparently her yep. son came in and was like, what are you doing? Like, so this happened. It was terrible. They were treated terribly. Um, but she wasn't in the city and as pretty, I guess. Or other possibility on what had happened. It was like one of those Barbie and Kin killer situations where Delphine finally finds someone like just as dark as she is and they kept pushing each other. But judging by her relationship relationships with her children, it seems like maybe more of the first one. Not yeah. So, I liked the not so pretty in the city, like woo-hoo. Yeah. Yes. I think blaming it all on Delphine makes it like a way better story to keep going. Like her husband was always a background character, even in life, which I'm sure he fucking hated. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, like in his mind, he's a medical genius and she's just a hostess. So yeah, I don't know. Even if just 10% of her legend is true, she's still no. trash. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have any That's... sympathy for her, but I also don't think we should think of her as like this weird Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. Because like, even if she wasn't doing it, she had to have known what was happening and just did not care. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so yeah, there's a lot more details in this book. If you're interested in her story at all, Mad Madam LaLaurie by Love and Shannon. Um, great read. Highly recommend. Woo! Bad story. Great read. Yeah. Morgan, what you got? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, first and foremost, before I get into the super spooky, which obviously that was too. Um, it's all just terrible. It's crazy because I heard a totally different story. I believe it. Than what you guys have already said. So what I heard from the night, you know, obviously her life growing up is within a range of 10 or so years of her birth and her life and her whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the night in question of the fire, apparently like he was the husband, Louis was there. They were having a house party when it happened. Ooh. Oh, and, extra. like they were in like, same story the like the fire broke out she and her guests ran to the street same thing 70 75 year old woman chained to this chained to the oven she's like i did it when and then she was like check upstairs and that's when they still saw everything and in the time that all this took place she is said to have gathered a few of her things and got on a boat with him and they escaped to paris and lived with his family oh so that's what i heard Regardless, the facts of the torture and bad things are still there, regardless of what, yeah. how she escaped, mm-hmm. whatever. But important to note, the town and the guests were yes. enraged. Yes. I will say, I think the newspapers and stuff escalated it later on mm-hmm. from what I read later. Like, yeah. I think the main story I told before I told the other things was pretty, like, spot on. Like, she did some horrible things, but... Well, yeah, she was known other to stuff, be just... 
a trash person to the slaves. And also they said one of the ones in the attic, like they couldn't even walk a lot of them because they'd been chained up for so long. So yet again, yeah. even if the medical yeah. stuff did not happen, yeah. they weren't still living in horrible. great conditions. Yeah, yeah. still chained, horrible. Chained up and... Um, We're not questioning that. I heard, again, Skip, if you don't want, um, like hooks in their skin. Yeah, Ew! Uh, I've heard that as well. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, and first thing I wanted to call out, regardless again of what Aaron said, how many the seven or more in the attic i found it just really odd and i was like okay i didn't want to go too deep because i don't want to learn too much i'm gonna be sad and whatever but i wanted to see like how is this relative to like what was going on in the world why was the guests and or the townspeople so mad like if this obviously slavery was still around yeah but it's like what was the extreme Mm -hmm. and just to like put it in perspective what i read or read or saw in a video, six to eight was the normal range of slaves per household. If you own slaves, that was kind of just, you could have less, you could have a little more, but that was the average. She had 26 plus. Mm-hmm. Granted, she did own a mansion mm-hmm. and like a two story mansion. Right, Let's right. call it what it is. Yeah. And had, you know, whatever, like lots of parties and was a hostess, but yeah. like that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So if she is. I don't know if that includes who was hidden or not, but regardless, it sounds like she had more than six to eight visually out. Right. Uh, it was noted that her guests did claim that they felt felt like they never saw the same slave more than twice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That just put it in perspective there. So, um, huh. so well, based on the legend of the fire and the drama of that night, I think traumatic would be the overall vibe of her legend. Um, I've mentioned it in the past episodes, um, but as a refresh, big traumatic or even happy events can cause, quote, residual hauntings. Um, All that is needed is a high energy. So again, um, it could be like a happy moment, could be sad, could be a murder, could be whatever. Um, So while I have no doubt after reading about the horrible conditions of the slaves and what we've learned from you two. Um, Sorry. <laughs> there are both residual energy and real paranormal activity. Um, while many sites and videos just kind of speak generally about ghosts, um, people hearing voices, touches, etc., a few did give specific examples of spirits. Um, it's important to note that the mansion over the years, after being destroyed by the angry mob, has housed many people. Um, it was rebuilt into apartments, um, and a, and a third floor was added. Can you imagine? Like, I'm paying rent for what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. So, I mean, it was basically, like, totally redone, and it ha- it was just, like, tenant housing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, and this was in, noted as in 1885. Um, this one, this first story I'm going to tell, you probably want to, you, you can jump ahead. It's scary. So, um... Again, many, um, like, Italians and Sicilians came and lived in this this apartment complex or near the area just because, like, it was just, like, really close to the docks and the working and all of that that yeah. they could do in the town. Um, so a man, woman, and their infant child were um, living in the apartment and were asleep. The man woke up and looked across the room and saw his wife leaning over the baby's crib. He called out to her, telling her how beautiful she looked and she should just come back to bed. At that moment, hmm. his wife turned over next to him and said, who oh. are you talking to? <gasps> no. And within a flash, 
the man jumped up from his bed and chased an apparition around the apartment. And finally, as soon as they reached the hallway, she vanished before his eyes. Chase the apparition. That's awesome. <laughs> what as, an alpha male, first of all. Like, get out of here. Nah. Oh. As if that wasn't jarring enough, the mother and father ran over to the crib and one of the baby's socks was shoved down his throat <gasps> attempting to suffocate him. Oh my god. Yeah. So, sorry. That was fun. That's just one. Oh, good. Yeah, I read that and I was like, oh, what? What? Yeah. Uh, I will source the quick video that I watched in our show notes. Um, it had it had that story and he was, he's actually pretty descriptive and a little funny. He was like, um, he was like, and her second husband, uh, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, John Blanc. Guess I drew a Blanc on his Shut name, up. and I was like, "Get the hell out of here!" <laughs> but it was it was good. Um, I feel like you have to add humor where you can in the story because it's uh, yeah, it's he a was, doozy. It was yeah. informative. I'll give him that. Um, but other sites mention um, that no one who has purchased or managed this location lasts more than eight years. Okay. One notable person who has purchased this property again, Can not I say it? yeah, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, <laughs> like, poor Nick Cage. <laughs> the guy called out. It was a uh, a restaurant, a bar, a something else, and he's like, and the guy was like, and if a bar can't make it on this street, what? The there's a ghost. Oh, there's a yeah. I think it was like, a boys' school or a girls' school or something. Yeah, was so it I really? Have, yeah, I'll get to that. Wow. Okay, it was. So, um, the thing with Nick Cage is like, everyone likes to say he was. He, he was cursed by purchasing this land. No, the man just didn't do his taxes. And uh, it's called tax evasion. And he got his property taken away from him. Um, and yeah. I found out, fun fact, he the only plan, the only uh, location in um, New Orleans that he still owns is his plot in the yeah, St. Louis Cemetery. Yeah, he has a cemetery. cemetery. Yeah, plot. Yeah. The scariest one that I talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh man! Mm-hmm. All right, so we have to put our money together. <laughs> they said it's like it's like a giant pyramid. That's his tomb. Shut up! That would National be treasure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, at least he got to keep that, I suppose. Honestly, props to his um his priorities. I see where they're at. Yeah, I, I can agree with it. Yeah, he did own like an old plantation home, the mansion, and like I think like one or two other things, and he got them all taken away. And everyone says oh. it's because like. He was, you know, cursed and by the corrupt demons and that. Ter- no, no, I don't think he's so very well with his money. <laughs> your taxis. The demon of Uncle Sam. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um. So again, going after this whole like eight years situation, um, spirits are said to give newcomers a warning to leave, like up until again this like eight year mark. They're like, they will visit them in their dreams and like, they're like very non vicious, just hanging out kind of spirits. Like you should go. Um, um, but then again, apparently after the eight years is when these meaner spirits come out. Um, so it's not necessarily like you should go. It's like, get the fuck out. So you've been warned. Yeah. Like, hello, you had eight years. Basically. Yeah. So along with a gruesome murder of a resident in the apartments, um, which has, you know, legend has it has been said to have been completed by a demon, um, because the man who was murdered told his like friends and neighboring neighboring people around his apartment that like someone was after him and then he said a demon came and talked to him in his sleep and he wouldn't the demon wouldn't rest until he was dead and then he died very viciously and the house the apartment was ransacked but like nothing was taken it just looks like a fight broke out 
Oh, weird. So. And there's no, like. I didn't dive too deep into that one. Oh, okay. But, I, but it. Oh, interesting. Aaron, okay. Maybe it, I'll dive it, into that maybe. later. Interesting. Was um, there another man hiding in the attic? <laughs> in the walls. Yes. <laughs> Good night. Yeah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, And then. As Sarah mentioned, the mansion was also a school that quickly turned into a primary school for African-Americans. So originally it was, I believe, an all-girls school, um, but mixed race, and it was still kind of like not a hot commodity um, having interraced schools. So they it quickly phased out and became an African-American-only girls school. If you can't hear me rolling my eyes... <laughs> Listen closely. Um, sadly, girls reportedly um, would come to their teachers and have marks and bruises on them. They would, like, roll up their sleeves and have, like, uh-huh. deep purple bruises and cuts. Um, and when the teachers asked them who it was, they would just say, that woman. Mm. Uh, the girls, oh. it says the girls were too young to understand the Lori legend. Um, and But they definitely think that that's who it was. And sadly makes sense that it was african-american girls that it was happening to so oh yeah oh yeah um in the afterlife she's racist wouldn't you think at some point like after you die you see everyone's spirits like oh my bad guys you'd hope some people are just bad i hope her spirit's as ugly as her inside is oh my god you know what i hope she looks like this just came to me when you said that you know the Little Mermaid when she takes all the souls and they look like the like little like gross. Yes, yes. that's it. That's yes. it. All right, that's her. That's Madame Malory's insides. We should try and go there, get her to come out, and then just laugh at her. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you were pretty, <laughs> you fool. You're not a good hostess. <gasps> just cut her to. <laughs> she implodes. Like like set out a tray and be like, she didn't provide us a butter knife. How <gasps> terrible is oh. she? <laughs> She shoots out from hell. Listen here. Madam Lazy more like it. Madam <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she burns the house down again. Oh, oh no. no. Here. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Okay. <laughs> um, and then a, another site again. I, will, I did bad this time, guys. I'll have all my sources cited in the show notes. I have all my tabs on my phone. Don't worry. Ooh, you probably put them in your notes, but then this is a cursed story, so they just disappeared. Disappeared, yeah. That's what it was. 100%. I was not lazy and just didn't write them. Nope. They vanished. Oh, man, the ghosts, man. I know, right? Um, it has been said that a medium uh, visited the site, and one thing that she said, I guess the new layout of the like upper level, there's a bricked up window. And both she's on a tour. Like she was just like on this tour. She wasn't like invited separately or whatever. And as the tour guide hasn't even gotten to the point of you mentioning where like the girl jumped from the roof, mm-hmm. she goes, "That's not where the girl jumped from." And she mm-hmm. like apparently knew nothing of the legend. Like I mean, I didn't know that specific until mm-hmm. I read about mm-hmm. it. Um, but the tour guide like looked at her and she was like, "No, that's not where she jumped from." Like they just we think like they just bricked it up to like look aesthetically like even. And she was like, "Yeah, because she jumped off the back." And just like, oh my god, cool, <laughs> cool, cool, great, cool. <laughs> um, this same medium uh, was quoted on a tour, um, and again was feeling a lot of emotions, stating, "quote Whatever happened uh, then with Lori does not visit the house any longer." So uh. she is saying, while it is very sad and there's a lot of emotion, it seems that it's again more of that like residual energy vibe. There mm-hmm. is no mean ghost spirit there okay i see what you're saying at least yes. that like haunts the building okay got it 
she did, they did call out uh, the person who's like writing the article. Well, maybe while Lori was evil and probably her spirit is around the area and probably causes havoc, whatever. They think a lot of this does have to do with the demon that killed, that potentially killed that neighbor guy. Cause they said, I won't rest until you're dead. And as soon as he was dead, things calmed down apparently. So hmm. weird. Whole another like possible like paranormal side of this is like this demon just lived in that in that property for however uh, long. I mean, if I was a demon looking for an Airbnb, that's a that good would one be to the sit one to, and the thing is, too, it's like to that yeah. area was you know nobody mentioned a demon when she lived there, but maybe he was like in her brain, like making her do bad stuff. Oh, oh, that's okay. what I was thinking. No, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Her yeah. husband was um, the doctor guy. And they said he was experimenting with, like, Haitian voodoo magic because yeah. he wanted to make the slaves more like, I will follow your orders until I die, sir. Mm-hmm. What if he did some weird conjuring? Are you going to get to that? No. Oh. I'm, 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 op- I'm leaning back like, yeah, I'm open to the interpretation. Like, as soon as I started reading this, I was like, wait. That would make sense. Maybe it could all be paranormal. Men mess everything up. <laughs> we just know. <laughs> I mean, truly, I think regardless of paranormal or not, I do think both of them played a part oh 100 i think she he may have had the ideas and she was like yeah let's do that what a great idea honey Mm -hmm. i mean yeah it's house of horrors i don't know how horror it got but it's a house of horrors i mean like kind of kind of very uh i don't know who i remember who i maybe it was aaron i talked to you about i don't remember um it was very uh jeffrey dahmer of them like when he would like pour concoctions into their into his victims brains to see if they would like be a zombie like mm-hmm. that's like i believe it kind of the vibe it seems that they were going mm-hmm. for like again hole in head like mm-hmm. you're gonna be obedient for as long as i tell you like ugh, not it. that they had any other option anyway like, yeah whatever it's just terrible Whew. but um but from sounds um heard from the slave quarters area to emotions being felt an apparition seen it seems this place holds a huge, strong history. Oh, yeah. Definitely. The end. Wow. I hope it gave you something to think about, because it's very yes. much like, was she evil? Mm-hmm. Was there evil around her? Was it both? We'll never know. Porky on bowl? Is that what you said? Porky on bowl. Ah, dang it. I'm always so close. Big porky on bowl. both. But really. Yes. I had a little extra thing. I didn't add it into my story, but you kind of like touched on it before you started. So I don't know if this goes along with it. So it was from that, uh, like Carolyn Morrow Lawn's book. So the Madame LaLaurie Mistress of the Haunted House book. And she said she like researched and looked at records and said that Delphine had owned during her entire lifetime. She had owned 54 slaves, men, women, children, the whole shebang. And at the time of the fire, apparently she owned 30. And like looking into like funeral reports, they determined that 20 slaves had funeral records, but like the rest were like unaccounted for. So those 10 to 7 to 10 that maybe were upstairs being tortured. Maybe, yes. And again, kind of going along with like you said, some people were like, she never had the same, this, you Mm -hmm. know, the same slaves around. So probably because so they wouldn't battle on her. And, like, there was, like, this Probably. one quote that I thought was, like, interesting. So, again, I don't know, like, how, like, record keeping was really back then. Yeah. Because, like, 
Vaughn was saying that, quote, at a time when slaves were property and record keeping was meticulous, this is unusual and has sinister implications, end quote. So I think it could go either or. Again, I don't know how meticulous that was, but maybe since it was property, it did have to be. Well, they were worth quite a bit of money, to be fair. So you would have to keep I would track. I would think it's pretty sinister. There's no records. Yeah. So I thought that was just interesting. You had kind of touched on that. And I was like, wait, I think I have something Mm -hmm. down below. So just more proof that regardless of her intentions, like there was always something on the back burner. Like, yeah, yeah, this, this, this in my back pocket where I'm just evil plan. Oh, yeah. Again, because like the demon thing is really interesting. But I think they were just really bad. Oh, yes. I mean, honestly, it could be another whole nother take. They could have just been evil and the terrible horrible things that they were doing and the voodoo stuff summoned this uh, demon maybe oh yeah so or um uh, bu- 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 who is the famous voodoo lady oh laveau no marie laveau 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 is it madame marie no it's close to la that's why i always yes i always marie I it thought is. it was Laveau, Laveau. Is it Laveau? No, I don't know. Marie. Hold on. Wait, I know it. It's right here. I know a little silhouette of a man. La 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 Marie Laveau, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. She could have cursed them, been like, oh, I see what you're doing, bitch. She could have. She could've, that could have been her it, being a fucking demon. <laughs> she said, sprinkle, sprinkle. If there was ever a house to put a demon on, I would say... Well earned. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. But wait, do you guys think she did the torture or just... Oh, I think she helped. <sighs> no, I think... Well, okay. I think she did it. I'm sure her husband did it too. I think she was the harsh punisher. Okay. Are you saying like the whole thing? She did it all or just... Yes. I think she did a little bit of it. Yeah. I think it got exaggerated because like tabloids, newspapers, story grabbing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think she definitely tortured them and probably not the greatest. Also, not at all. Ways. If it's only a two-story mansion, I just wrap my head around this. There's no way you wouldn't know that's happening in your house. Oh, yeah. And how did the like and like also like the 70-year-old woman who was chained to the thing, like unless something happened to her up there, like she knows it exists. Mm. So like, yeah. Uh-huh. Group sigh. Yeah, for her group story. Yes. <laughs> I have so. a positive way we can end this. Yes. Okay. In the video How? that I watched, it said the firefighters that came to attempt to like rescue and put out the fire, you have to remember that back in the day that this happened, these were just civilians. They did not yeah, have fireproof yep. suits. Mm-hmm. They were on their t-shirts and pants and then yeah. maybe not a t-shirt, a, a shirt. And they would go in, you know, flames ablazing and try to rescue people. They were just common people. Yeah. They said just yeah. a group of them were like, let's do it. And they ran inside. And then to bring it back down again, uh, apparently when they opened up the torture chamber, uh, they brought all of these men to their knees vomiting with how... Oh. Terrible it smelled oh. and how terrible. I don't think there's was. any other reaction. No, but that no, one. but just so. just 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 to give a little insight of how um bad it was. Yeah, these strong ass superhero men. Yeah, sorry, not women back then, but today. Um, raised by superhero women, probably. You right. Mm-hmm. You right. Mm-hmm. Be important. Um, it. Yeah, it was that bad. <sighs> Jeez. So 
Sorry, I brought it up. No. And like, Wait, there's a bad part to this. <laughs> there you go. Ah, sheep. <sighs> well. Yeah. Guys, Alice, I need, I need a drink. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, 100%. Oh, Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and see ya. Yeah. And that was episode 70. So, hey. yeah. If you, yeah, we did. If you have any more, you know, group episode Mm -hmm. topics you'd like to send to us or just individual topics you'd like us to cover for a future episode, send those to Sinister Sunrise Podcast at Mm gmail.com. You can follow us on our Instagram and our Facebook at Sinister Sunrise Podcast. We post about the episodes coming out, different things coming up. Um, We also have a cool TikTok that Sarah makes videos for, and that's Sinister underscore sunrise underscore podcast and it would also we would really really appreciate it help us out extremely if you gave us a five-star review on apple podcast leave us you know a five-star rating and review it could be one word it could be two words it, it could, could be, be no words you could, could just say 70. hey yeah <laughs> give us an essay words. i don't know yeah. <laughs> tell us how you feel <laughs> please thank yeah you. thank you yeah and we'll have a new episode next week so yep Bye. Bye.